Yo, welcome to another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live. You're your number one source for the peaceful Bitcoin revolution with core breaking news, culture, matic warfare. We will be your guide through the separation of money and state. And make no mistake, that is exactly what we are living through. And boy, oh boy, does the state, the state wants to keep its monopoly. It's, it, it wants to keep its privilege, like Lawrence Lepard said, of being able to create money for free that everyone else has to work for. I mean, Brad Sherman is saying the quiet part out loud, right? He's, you know, trashing the crypto bros. You know, the crypto bros are just creating this money out of thin air. But we're the U.S. government. We're entitled to do something like that. I'm going to read you or paraphrase the tweet that I have pinned to the top of my profile. I refuse to work for money that another man can make for free. Anyways, uh, interesting news coming out of El Salvador. Naim Bukele retweeted this. Um, basically, the U members of the U.S. Senate are introducing a bill requiring reports on El Salvador's Bitcoin adoption. I think we're over the target, boys. I think uh, I think something something's interesting is, is, is happening here. And what we're going to do today, guys, is we're going to connect the dots between the IMF is wording, the U.S. government's wording. And, you know, this all kind of goes back to why, you know, the U.S. government, the U.S., the, the, the U.S. in general, the largest, uh, most powerful and wealthiest country on planet Earth, uh, I think it has like 6% of the world's population and it makes up 25 to 30% of the world GDP. Why would they care what this small Central American country, right? Uh, why would they care what they're doing with Bitcoin? Well, it's obvious, right? I mean, uh, uh, you had not only Ted Cruz say it, but you also had uh, Governor Ron DeSantis that just passed a bill in Florida. I actually tweeted this video over the weekend, said the reason they don't like Bitcoin, the reason the party of green doesn't like Bitcoin is because they can't control it. And this, this is what it's fundamentally about. The central planners, the interventionalists, they can't control this thing. And because they can't control this thing, they can't control you. But they can't say that out loud. They can't say the quiet part out loud. I think as time progresses, they will be forced to say the quiet part out loud. But the buzzwords that they're going to focus on is, is a threat to financial stability how is it a threat to financial stability what this small Central American country is doing? They democratically passed this law to make Bitcoin legal tender. Why are they so scared of it? And the reason they're so scared of it is because it's a viable alternative. Not only is it a viable alternative, it's a better alternative to the U.S. dollar system. So anyways, I'm really excited to cover all that. And also during the numbers, we're going to talk about uh, this this subject that keeps being brought up, which is like, I'm too late to Bitcoin. You know, it it left. You know, I should have gotten in 2017. It should have gotten in 2013. We are just in the beginnings of what is happening here. And of course, we have the receipts to make the case for just that. Anyways, before we start the show, I want to bring up my legendary co-host, always optimistic, the one, the only, Optimus Fields. How, how much coffee have you had this morning, brother? Straight up, way too much. Uh, I am a little jittery over here. I don't know if I did not eat enough dinner last night or what, but uh, my stomach is hurting. My, I'm, 
I'm not doing so well right now, but uh, we'll make it through. We'll make it through. Anyways, Nico, I'm I'm excited to uh, to hear to hear Nico Jones go on on a tear because we're gonna be gone for the rest of the week, guys. So we will be back tomorrow. What? Wait, what are we doing tomorrow? Yeah, so so, so let, yeah, let's so let, let's walk through our schedule for the rest of the week. So the reason we're gonna be gone, guys, is of course it is. Bitcoin Super Bowl weekend. It is the week of the Bitcoin conference. Opti and I are going to be on panels. We're going to be on the analyst desk. We're going to be running to all these crazy places. Unfortunately, we're not going to have time to, you know, do the show like we regularly do. Um, you know, I, I, it, we, we, we take this week off like literally every year. We're trying to work up to a point where we could maybe do the show live from the conference floor, but we're not quite there yet. Bear with us. Uh, but tomorrow's show is going to be very special. It's going to be a special edition of Simply Bitcoin Live. We're going to be teaming up with the one, the only BTC Sessions, and we're going to be doing a live news show from the Bitcoin Grove in Miami. I'm going to be dyeing a streak of my hair blonde. It will be turning yellow, and hopefully when Ben and I touch the tips, we're going to see a god candle the likes of which Bitcoin has never seen before. If you guys are interested in going to that event, I might add, check the video description and you can click on the link. You could buy a ticket. But if, if you don't, you know, if you're not inclined to buy the ticket, even though it would support us, uh, you could just send me a DM. I'll tell you where the address is. Don't worry about it. Just show up. I'd love to to see a lot of you guys in the flesh, in person, in Miami. So uh, I hope to see a lot of you guys there. Anyways, no more delay. Let's jump straight into the numbers. Let's do it. The Bitcoin Numbers. Brought to you by Noddle. At this point, you should be running your own Bitcoin node. If you don't use your own Bitcoin node, you're trusting someone else's. Run your own version of Bitcoin Core, the Lightning Network, Whirlpool, and Dojo, all from the comfort of your own home. And if you're a digital nomad, you have absolutely no excuse because now you can run a Noddle through a virtual private server. Visit noddle.eu today. All right, guys, I also want to tell you about the biggest Bitcoin conference on the face of the earth. It is literally this week, so you got to buy your tickets. It's Miami Beach, Florida, May 18th through the 20th. It is literally three days from now. It is the largest Bitcoin conference on the face of the earth. You can use promo code SIMPLY to get yourself a 10% discount to this conference of which you don't want to miss. The speaker list is absolutely crazy. You have a presidential candidate currently in second place for the Democratic... Uh, the Democratic primaries for president trailing Joe Biden. You have Robert F. Kennedy Jr. related to President Kennedy. Um, you, have Michael's, you have Michael Lewis. He's the author of The Big Short. You have the Chad Saylor. You have another presidential candidate, this time on the Republican side, uh, Vivek uh, Ramaswamy. You have Arthur Hayes, Alex Gladstein, Tulsi Gabbard. You have, a me- uh, you have Adam Back. You have a member of, of government from the country of Indonesia. You Cynthia Lummis, Lynn Alden, Dylan LeClaire, Saifedean, Elizabeth Stark, CEO and co-founder of Lightning Labs. You definitely want to don't miss the you definitely don't want to miss the biggest Bitcoin celebration on the face of the earth. Bitcoin 2023. Use promo code simply to get yourself a 10% discount. The conference starts in three days, so get your tickets quickly. At the time of recording, the Bitcoin price is 27,460. Sats per dollar, 3,642. Block height, 789,000. 
17,882. Reachable Bitcoin nodes, 17,096. Blocks to having 50,118. Having estimate April 22nd, 2024. Total Lightning Network capacity, 5,315 Bitcoin. Capacity value, 146 million US dollars. The realized monetary inflation rate of Bitcoin is 1.75%. That's my favorite stat because it takes uh, fiat currencies to absolute school. And the market capitalization of Bitcoin is sitting pretty at $532 billion with a B. Anyways, uh, I keep hearing this same narrative over and over again. Uh, Nico, I'm too late to Bitcoin. Well, I have two uh, predominant figures in the Bitcoin space. You have Jameson Lopp. He is uh, the chief technology officer at Casa, even though I'm not a big fan of Casa since they enabled Ethereum. Uh, anyways, I digress. He does. He has done a lot of good for the Bitcoin community, though. Um, but uh, not just uh, man. Hey, look, it's I, I have no comments on that, um, you know, preferably at simply Bitcoin. We're Bitcoin only. So obviously, you know how we feel about that anyways. But he, it doesn't detract what he has to say in this tweet it says uh, 28 million Bitcoin addresses contain at least ten dollars worth of Satoshi's each, each Bitcoin hodler. Uh, likely has several addresses. It's unlikely that more than 10 million people truly own uh, parentheses control any Bitcoin financial self-sovereignty and global adoption at 0.125%. Now, just by itself, you would say, okay, maybe that's just Jameson Locke, but it's also not Jameson Locke. Here is Corey Clipston, the CEO and founder of swan.com. Uh, best place to build your Bitcoin stack, I might add. And uh, he he agrees. He says, reminder, we are still extremely early in the adoption cycle for Bitcoin as a store of value. You might want to get some just in case it catches on. So the Jameson Lop number is 0.125. And, you know, the our, our you know, our friends or boys over at Swan believe it, it is at 0.2% penetration and it goes on to say less than 15 million people globally own $100 or more of bitcoin we believe that 2 billion dollar 2 billion people will own 100 plus dollars in 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 10 years it's 130x potential over the next decade and here's some other things right which is like nico i'm too late to bitcoin these are some numbers that our boy luke broyles did in an article he also did an epic tweet thread and it kind of goes to like how big your stack is and where were you you would relate in this hyper bitcoinized future so you know it goes from poverty someone you know who who who, who, you know, who's on the lower end of the spectrum, they would have about 5,000 stats, 5,000 sats, lower class would have 20,000 stats, lower middle class would have 40,000 stats, middle class would add 100,000 sats. In translation, that's 0.001 Bitcoin. Upper middle class would have 800,000 sats, that's 0.008 Bitcoin. That's, um, uh, millionaires uh, slash companies would have six million thousand sats. That's 0.06 Bitcoin. Now, this is where things start to get interesting. Multi-millionaire slash large corporation, they would have 10 Bitcoin or roughly one billion uh, sats. And then moving on, billionaire slash mega corporation would have about 120 Bitcoin, which is about 12 billion uh 
thousand sat, twelve billion sats, um, and it goes up from there. And then you have the multi-billionaire small nation, eight thousand Bitcoin, and then you have the Chad Sailors, which is a hundred and forty thousand Bitcoin, right? So it's very interesting that 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 how that's broke down. And here is the Bitcoin wealth list, and it does a pretty good job on how much Bitcoin it would take to get into the top percentiles. So you know, in, in the point zero zero one percent, you you need a minimum of seven thousand Bitcoin for the top point zero zero. 3%, you need a minimum of 2,000 Bitcoin. For the 0.01%, you need a minimum of 433 Bitcoin. For the 0.03%, you need 215. For the 0.1%, you need a minimum of 89. For the 1%, you need a minimum of 15 Bitcoin. For the top 2%, 10.56, and it goes on. But to just to be in the top 10%, you'd need a minimum of 1.28 Bitcoin. So we are not too early to Bitcoin. This is just the very, very beginnings of it. And uh, I love all those numbers because it broke down in detail, you know, how much Bitcoin you're going to need to be in the different levels. Uh, it's, it's really a good sign that not only Jameson Lott believes it's 0.125% total penetration, but also our boys over at Swan believe that as well at 0.2%. And I think that over the next 10 years, I agree. I think as fiat currencies continue to be exposed, as people continue to see that Bitcoin is the best store of asset, best store of value with no uh, custodial risk. You could take self custody of theoretically millions, billions, trillions of dollars just by writing down twelve word, twelve word seed, uh, uh, twelve word seed words. It, you know, it's just going to be a black hole. It's just going to suck all this value of everything else. And remember, this is something that I've we've said multiple times on this show. Life gets cheaper on a Bitcoin standard. Say it with me. Life gets cheaper under a Bitcoin standard. You're on a deflationary money. And uh, I saw this clip of Jeff Booth, right? So a house used to cost 100 Bitcoin like five years ago. Now a house costs you 10 Bitcoin. You got to wait a little bit longer and a house will cost you one Bitcoin, right? So it's all, it's going to, you know, Michael Saylor said it best. It's going up forever, Laura. Do you have the soundboard, Opti? Yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. One second. I need to reorganize, guys. It's going up forever, Laura. It's going up forever, Laura. Exactly. Maybe maybe it's a good idea to get some just in case it catches on. Anyways, Opti, what are your thoughts on this, bro? Well, you know, uh, I hate to be like the the speculative Bitcoiner that I'm here. I'm in it for the tech, uh, but I love seeing those numbers, man. Uh, you know, I don't hold any Bitcoin because of boating accidents, but it is uplifting to know that what what's uh, the Luke Broads number like six million sats and you're going to be a millionaire. What's that today? That's like, uh, I don't know, twelve hundred bucks or something like that. Fifteen hundred bucks or something like that. So it's just like what's CKO we say, you know, thirty seven sats for generational wealth. And it really is just mind blowing. And, and, you know, Luke and I had this conversation the other day where it's like, just go around, ask any random person whether they hold Bitcoin or not, and just understand how early we really are. And and I hate being the cliche Bitcoiner of like we are still early, but I love seeing those numbers. What uh what's the swan number and what's the lobs number? 0.125%. Yeah, I like, believe it's only 0.125% penetration. Then Swan believes it's only 0.2%. Penetration. Dude, absolutely absolute madness. And again, I, I harp on these numbers all the time, the intransigent minority, and shouts out to my boy Brandon that kind of brought this to my attention and really sticks in my 
mind. Uh, we always talk about the 3%, the intransigent minority. It only takes 3% of ardent Bitcoiners to really move the needle because those 3% go out and start inspiring the other 15%. Once we get to 15% of the population, it's game over. So if you think you're late, uh, I don't think you realize how game-changing of a technology Bitcoin really is. And Brandon always brings it back to uh, the American founding fathers. It was only 3% of the population, and they gave America and the world the idea of freedom. So, oh, yeah. hey, uh, we're still so early and just, you know, cliche Bitcoin. We're just still early. Stack them sads. Make sure you're taking Bitcoin into self-custody. It's really going to be an amazing decade as a Bitcoiner. Obviously, it's going to be rocky. There's going to be obstacles. It's not going to be just, uh, you know, a utopian paradise and all that good stuff. But hey, uh, if it was easy, it wouldn't be worth doing. So here we are, man. The next decade is going to be absolutely glorious as a Bitcoiner. I 100% agree. All right, everybody, no more delay. Let's jump straight into news. We got plenty to talk about. Let's check it out. The Daily News. The Daily News is brought to you by Blockstream Jade, built by Bitcoiners for Bitcoiners. It's an open source hardware wallet for the cold storage of Bitcoin. Check out the brand new limited edition color, the transparent green jade. Blockstream Jade houses a full color camera, allowing for fully air gap Bitcoin transactions, scan and display QR codes directly on the device, assign transactions and verify addresses with ease. Use your Blockstream Jade with your favorite wallet software, such as Blockstream Green, Blue Wallet, Electrum, Sparrow. Get yourself a Blockstream Jade today and take self-custody of your Bitcoin. All right, everybody. I also want to tell you about our sponsor, the Orange Pill app. Stack friends who stack sats. Are you going to Miami? You don't know if there's any Bitcoin events going on. I'm sure your day is going to be full of amazing speakers. But what are you going to be doing at night? There's nothing worse than being in a city full of Bitcoiners, but you're in your hotel room watching TV. Hop on the Orange Pill app events page and find all the Bitcoiner events on the fly. Download the Orange Pill app today. And of course, you could always message Opti and I. We, we literally take the time to answer everybody app and all the messages that are coming in from the bottom of my heart, guys. We really, really, really appreciate it. Those types of messages are what keeps us going. Anyways, everybody, let's talk about the news. Let's do this. So, so first of all, uh, let's start off with what is happening? Like, this is so strange. So, Check out Bitcoin. Uh, check out this Bitcoin magazine article. The name of it for our audio listeners is U.S. Senators Introduce Bill Requiring Reports on El Salvador's Bitcoin Adoption. A group of United States Senators have introduced a bill requiring reports on the adoption of Bitcoin as legal tender in El Salvador. The Accountability for Cryptocurrency in El Salvador Act introduced by Senator James Risch, Senator Bob Mendez, and Senator Bill Casey requires the Secretary of State, in coordination with other, uh, other relevant federal departments and agencies, to submit a report on the adoption of Bitcoin as legal tender in El Salvador. Salvador. The report must include an assessment of the regulatory framework in El Salvador and the potential impact of Bitcoin adoption on macroeconomic stability, democratic governments, and the flow of remittances from the United States to El Salvador. I want you to focus on the last two, okay? Macroeconomic stability, all right? And the reason that I wanted to focus on, on those is because those are the same reasons that the IMF used to justify putting that clause to bail out Argentina when they were when they were on their heels and they said we'll bail you out Argentina but 
you must de-incentivize the adoption of Bitcoin. Fast forward a year later after that was, that was announced, the Argentinian people are currently enduring 104% inflation. What fucking macroeconomic stability are they talking about? They listened to the IMF and the IMF literally said, okay, yeah, that's fine, but I don't care if they're suffering through 104% inflation. It's macroeconomic stability. Do you mean the macroeconomic stability of governments? Like, like what, what is it that they're talking about exactly? What is it that they're talking about exactly? And let's go, let's go through, let's go through memory lane. So this is January 26, 2022. IMF urges El Salvador to remove Bitcoin as legal tender. Fast forward about a year later, IMF says El Salvador's Bitcoin risks have not materialized, but should be addressed. So what they said didn't happen. El Salvador is reaching a level of prosperity of which it's never seen in its history, peace and prosperity. But for some reason, they still want them to change the law. And what are, what are the reasonings behind, you know, like what are the reasonings, what are the reasons that the IMF is giving, right? Because I think that's a, that's a really interesting topic that we should cover as well. Right. And here is the executive. Here's the elements of effective policies for crypto assets. And you're going to read a lot of the same terminology that these U.S. senators, they use very similar words. Purported, pur uh, purported benefits of crypto assets include cheaper and faster cross-border payments, increased financial inclusion, and greater portfolio diversification. Greater operational resilience and increased transparency and traceability of transactions are, are often presented as benefits. However, after a careful consideration of these purported benefits suggests that many have not yet materialized, although the underlying technology innovation could prove useful in longer term. There are many risks associated with crypto assets, although the significance and relevance of specific risks differ from by country circumstances. These include, here it is again, macroeconomic risks. What are those risks? I don't know, which encompass risk to the effectiveness of monetary policy. That's the biggest tell. The effectiveness, what is the effectiveness of monetary policy? What is that effectiveness? 104% inflation, double digit inflation in, more, in most countries in the global south? So what are they standing on? They're standing on bullshit. This is bullshit. They're talking as if they're talking from a place to give a to give a shout out to Alex Gladstein. They're talking from a place of financial privilege. It's very easy for you to say that when you live in a country that has relatively stable inflation rate and relatively and, and good uh, financial rails. But clearly, that's not the case for most people living on planet Earth. And Bitcoin is for them. So it goes on to say which encompass risks to the effectiveness of monetary policy, capital flow volatility, and fiscal risks. There are also serious concerns about financial stability, financial integrity, legal risk, consumer protection, and market integrity and contestability. So what about consumer protection from 104% inflation IMF, right? 
So connect the dots for a sec. You hear how the IMF is talking. They're using the same language as these U.S. senators. Why is the U.S. investigating a small Central American country with a GDP that that most states in the U.S. are bigger than the, than the GDP of El Salvador? Why are they so concerned, so hell bent, so focused on on El Salvador? Because they know that once people find out that there's a viable and not only a viable alternative, but a better alternative, it is game over. That privilege of just being able to print money like crazy, of which the bureaucrats use to pay for social programs, to pay for the endless wars, it goes away. If countries stop, if countries start dropping the US dollar system, and they start seeking an alternative, the U.S. dollar won't have the privilege of, of printing all this money without causing hyperinflation. And that is what the Senate is investigating. It has nothing to do with the financial stability of El Salvador. It has nothing to do with the financial stability of Argentina. It has nothing to do with the financial stability of any of these countries that they tell everybody that it's for your own benefit. No, it is for the financial stability of the bureaucrats, of the politician's job. That's what the fuck they mean when they talk about financial stability. It's a lie. They're lying to you. It's a misrepresentation. It's a spin. And you have to call it out for what it is. You have to confront these people color within the lines and you say, hey, wait a second. How is Bitcoin a threat to financial stability if I'm currently enduring 104% inflation? How is that a threat to financial stability? If I had my wealth in Bitcoin, even as volatile as it is, I would have more wealth today than if I took your advice. These are the same people that told you there was going to be no inflation. These people care about one thing and one thing only protecting their moat, protecting the privilege of being able to create money for free that the rest of us peasants have to work our asses off. Bitcoin came out of nowhere and it said, enough is enough. You can opt out. It's a sly roundabout way of which they, they're freaking out. They don't know how to shut it down. That's why the environmental attacks, the environmental social attacks on proof of work mining is increasing like it is. They're trying to literally find every single possible excuse to try to demonize this in the eyes of the public as to why Bitcoin is a threat to financial stability. No, it's not. You guys are a threat to the financial stability. The IMF is a threat to the financial stability. The administrative state, the part of the government that stays in power, whatever uh, president gets into office, Democrat or Republican, you guys are the threat to the financial stability. And you guys have been using the Federal Reserve System, the central bank system to fund endless wars and continue to grow this endless bureaucracy that is parasitic in nature and is feeding off the hard work of average everyday Americans. This is what we're fighting for. This is what the peaceful revolution is, is all about. Don't get stuck in the left-right dichotomy, the left and right BS. This is about the party of orange, which is freedom and peace and prosperity for all, versus the party of green, which is slavery and poverty. 
and nihilism. I don't know about you guys, but I'm on the party of Orange, and I hope a lot of you guys come join it. We come come join our side, man. It's a lot happier in here. We get along. We're on this mission together. Enough is enough, man. It's time to end, not only end the Fed, it's time to end the IMF as well. Opti, what's your take? As, as requested by the chat. Well, Nico, it's glad to have Nico Jones back. Uh, epic rant, epic rant. And uh, I mean, look, personally, and I think we've been covering this for a while. This does seem uh, fishy AF. Uh, what's the concern? What's the U.S. concern with El Salvador? Uh, like, what's it their business? Shouldn't senators be concerned with American citizens and not Salvadorian citizens? Like, what's going on here? And, uh, you know, I hate to say it and I hate to put my conspiracy hat on, my tinfoil hat on. But uh, it's looking like El Salvador may be needing some freedom soon. Uh, if you know, <laughs> you know. Uh, this is absolutely insane. Like, America world policing again. And now it's not about, you know, terrorism or whatever. It's about monetary policy. Like, what is going on? And this is just kind of further proof to what you always say. You know, this is Bitcoiners over the target. And we've been a bit skeptical on this show. We've been we've been asking ourselves whether we've been reading into things, uh, whether Bitcoin is the reason why El Salvador gets so much hate in the press, gets so much uh, noise in uh, the government circles. But I think now it's becoming very obvious it's in their own it's in their own wordings now. You know, like what could be the other reason? What could be any other reason whether El Salvador gets this much lip service? And uh, it's because Bukele told the IMF to go fuck themselves. And now they're getting studied for their monetary policy. Like what's going on here? Like this is absolutely insane. This shows the nefarious intentions of monetary control and the cat's out of the bag. And what do we say all the time? Bitcoin exposes incentives. And I think if you are paying close attention, you are seeing that we're not just uh, reading into things anymore. It, it's, it's plain as day. The, the dots have been connected. And again, just as everyone's saying in the chat, like financial stability for who? Uh, my life has gotten better on Bitcoin. Your life has gotten better on Bitcoin. Everyone's lives improve on Bitcoin. We have it on a nation state level. We have it on individual levels. They just want you deaf, dumb, and broke. And this is absolutely disgusting. I, I it's, it's absolutely mind-blowing that this is where we are in the movie. But uh, we knew that this was happening. This is the separation of money and state. And it's just, man, it's just crazy. It really, it really does blow my mind that we have senators uh in my opinion overstepping their boundaries and uh their their absolute psychopathic control which all stems by the fact that they have the money printer like this is this is just nuts i i i don't know i'm, I'm kind of at a loss of words right now nico this is pretty this is pretty crazy it looks it's, it's crazy, looking dude. like the world needs a little more it's freedom crazy. but you know what this means that we're winning we're winning hard. Right. We're winning hard, right? And why is it that we're winning? Because Bitcoin's incentives are stronger than any type of coercion they're going to throw at us. At the end of the day, governments are always going to want to do two things with their CBDCs. They're always going to want to control the money flows, control the money, and they're always going to want to inflate. And by because they want it, they're always going to want to do two things. They can't help themselves but to do those two things because that's how they pay for the. That's how they pay for everything. The the U.S. collects more tax revenue every single year than it collects the year before, but it still spends a trillion dollars more than it collects in tax revenue. Where is that money coming from? They print it, and it's not just like it's not innocent. 
Every time they print money, it's a wealth redistribution mechanism from the lower and middle classes that don't have the means to save in assets to the very wealthy, which is why you hear the thing, the rich get richer, the poor get poorer. And a lot of people like say, oh, it's capitalism. Capitalism is working just fine. We haven't been living. You can't have a capitalistic system as long as there's a central bank. You can't do it, right? So anyways, guys, this is why we're all here. And I hope you're able to make it across the finish line with your generational wealth, which is why you should store your Bitcoin. Uh, you should store your Bitcoin wallet backup seed words and passphrases on steel and there's no better place to do it than the bitplates domino it's easy to use hard to destroy made from highly corrosion resistant 316 marine grade stainless steel and it offers the ultimate protection against extremes of temperatures and you can get 10 percent off any bitplates products on the bitplates.com store using promo code simply anyways guys i will see you tomorrow opti's gonna take it over guys it's gonna be a crazy week we're gonna be dropping shorties we're gonna be dropping all that stuff the regular show the regular show will be back next week monday 12 15 p.m eastern standard time until then love you all i'll see you tomorrow let's get to the culture the daily culture Brought to you by swanbitcoin.com. Swan is the best way to build your Bitcoin stack with automated Bitcoin savings plans and instant purchases, serving clients of any size from $10 to $10 million. We love Swan because they incentivize self-custody and dollar cost averaging. What are you waiting for? Visit swanbitcoin.com today. All right, guys, I also want to tell you about Swan's new offer, Bitcoin to Generational Wealth, and you can secure your bright orange future with the Swan IRA. Real Bitcoin, no taxes. Swan offers both traditional and Roth options to best fit your needs. Create your IRA and start adding Bitcoin in less than one minute. Transfers and rollovers are available. Swan's Bitcoin experts will get you set up with no transfer fees and no minimum balance requirements. This is the real thing, not ETF or other derivative. Get the real thing and get it at Swan. Go to swan.com slash IRA for more details. And of course, if you have any questions, doubts, or concerns, please send me a dm on twitter all right opti it's all yours peace out guys <laughs> let's go all right guys well uh you know some days we uh we don't really coordinate what we're going to do on the show but sometimes it just it just gels so well and you want to know why uh senators why the mainstream media is freaking out about bitcoin it is because the signal is out of the bag, the cat is out of the bag, and the world is waking up to Bitcoin. And I'm going to go over some some numbers here. Uh, we've covered this a few times on the show, but I think it is important to continuously show where we are in the in the adoption cycle. And of course, Nico kind of laid out those numbers that we're at what 0.125 to 0.2 percent of the population. So we're still very much in the early adoption stage, but. Why do you think the world is freaking out? Why do you think American senators, why do you think we have the Brad Shermans of the world, uh, uh, Elizabeth Warrens of the world, saying all kinds of hyperbolic things about Bitcoin is because they understand what we understand is that you cannot control Bitcoin. What DeSantis say? The reason the CCP hates Bitcoin is because you cannot control it. Well, remember this chart that we showed you the other week. Uh, Bitcoin ownership is rising as more people hedge currency devaluation and failing banks. And you can see the rise in quote unquote crypto ownership around the world. So again, 
the cat is out of the bag and the world is waking up to the fact that Bitcoin is an inflation hedge, a monetary inflation hedge. And the world, it is this is a global phenomenon. And the world, especially places in the world that have inflation problems right now, Turkey, Argentina, uh, they are starting to look for alternatives. But again, this isn't just happening in the third world. We are seeing now that the signal is spreading to the first world. And I've seen a few a few articles over here. But before I get to the articles, I do want to get to some of these more statistics. So again, last week, May 10th, we have the S&P saying, are cryptocurrencies an inflation hedge? Theoretically, yes, but factually, they say no. Uh, so again, you know, whether the mainstream media, the corporate press is talking about Bitcoin, they always have to do some mental gymnastics so that the signal doesn't get out there so that they can continue to gaslight the masses out there so that more people get scared away from saving Bitcoin. And this is why I continuously try to tell everyone that it, it's super important for every one of us to just plant these seeds, talk about Bitcoin to people, and sometimes avoid saying the B word altogether because people are seeing the problem. And what do I keep saying on the show? It's not enough to talk about the problems. It's about giving people the solution. So at first, you kind of have to plant the seeds, talk about the problems with them, and then slowly but surely, as they gain trust in you, you give them the solutions. Well, not only is that happening, I did want to bring some Glassnode statistics, and I know that these aren't perfect, but this is for you guys. This is to show that this bear market, I think, has proven that the individual out there, the everyday Bitcoiner, is stacking their ass off and they're they're about to not only free themselves, but free their friends and their family. And you can see that the number of addresses holding 0.01 coins is an all-time high at 12 million plus addresses. Of course, it doesn't mean that this is 12 million individuals holding 0.0 or 0.01, but it just means that people are stacking. And I think you guys forget how much you need to stack to actually move the needle. Uh, I saw a statistic from Bitcoin Magazine, and I don't have it here in particular, but right now, you guys, the everyday Bitcoiners, the DCA army, are buying enough Bitcoin to eat the Bitcoin block subsidy every single day. Absolutely beautiful to see, and the numbers are just showing that people are stacking their ass off. And why do you think we have senators, we have politicians, central bankers all freaking out because the cat is out of the bag, and people are stacking sats all around the world, and they know that they are losing control. And as much as they try to fight Bitcoin, the Barbra Streisand effect is just pushing the needle more, and everyone is asking the same question. Hmm. Why are they so afraid of Bitcoin? Maybe I should get some just in case it catches on. Well, the number of addresses holding one coins also went up. We just broke the one million metric. Again, this doesn't mean a million people hold one whole coin, but it does show that people are stacking their ass off. Again, number of addresses holding 10 plus coins is going up as well. So it's not just the everyday Bitcoiner out there. We have some big daddy bucks stacking Bitcoin. And uh, whether they know anything about UTXO consolidation or not, people are saving in Bitcoin. And it's just beautiful to see, yes, the Bitcoin price is roughly around 27K right now, but I think we will be in the gradually then suddenly portion a lot quicker than we know. Anyways, I saw this article this morning and I think this just shows exactly what we've been talking about is that the cat's out of the bag and people are in real time looking for a way to save money. And I know we covered this last week on the show. Uh, the fact that we have politicians and senators and congressmen and we have Janet Yellen and everyone freaking out about the debt ceiling and they all are acknowledging the same thing that they are about to go 
bust by June 1st if they do not raise the debt ceiling. So I think everyone is aware of the fundamental problem. They have printed way too much money. You can't trust banks. You can't trust the fiat system. And you need to find somewhere to store your value. And of course, as Bitcoiners, we all say the same thing, that Bitcoin is the best way to store your value moving forward. Uh, Some people like gold. Some people like real estate. Some people still, for some reason, like U.S. Treasuries. I don't get it because that's probably why it will go bust in the first place. But anyways, this article comes from Bloomberg. So again, guys, I know we can talk about this consistently as Bitcoiners. Uh, People will say that we're biased, that we're reading into things. But when you have literally the enemy, the corporate press saying the same things that we say, uh, I think that gives credence to what we talk about here all the time. The cat is out of the bag and people are saving in Bitcoin. People are at least looking towards Bitcoin. And as we move into this next bull run, I, I think it's going to be undisputed, uncontentious that Bitcoin is the best way to store your value. Yes, we have the asymmetric knowledge, but this next bull run is going to prove to the world that you need to hold even a small amount of Bitcoin because you cannot trust a traditional financial system. Anyways, here we got this article from Bloomberg. It goes, debt limit default risk is higher than ever. How can you safeguard your wealth? Again, this is Bloomberg, guys. This is this is not just like our Substack. This is not just Bitcoiners. You know, this is not just Nico Jones and Marty Bent talking about this and and safety. Like this is getting out into popular culture, and this is how we break out of our echo chamber that we talk about all the time. Yes, we want the asymmetric knowledge to stack Bitcoin because hey. I want to stack more Bitcoin. I want cheap Bitcoin. But we need to get the idea of saving in Bitcoin to everyday people around the world because the more people holding Bitcoin, the more valuable your Bitcoin is and the better the future is. Anyways, this is the subtitle and it goes, Bitcoin is a more popular safe haven than the US dollar, the yen or the Swiss franc survey of investors show. So Here, let's get into this article a little bit. The risk of a U.S. debt default is greater than it's ever been, threatening to tip global markets into a brand new world of pain. For investors, there are a few places to hide other than the oldest hedge in the book, gold. Uh, You guys know how we feel about gold. Uh, Numbers stay the same technology. I love gold. It's beautiful. I want my whole house plated in gold, but I'm not going to store my value in gold. (laughs) Anyway, the precious metal is by far the top pick for those seeking protection in case Washington's game of chicken over the debt ceiling ends in a crash, according to Bloomberg's latest Markets Live Pulse survey. More than half of finance professionals, again, more than half of finance professionals said gold is what they would buy if the U.S. government fails to honor its obligations. Let's look at this, uh, this, their little uh, chart here. Gold will rally if U.S. defaults. We ask, what will you buy if the U.S. hits the debt ceiling? Uh, we have professional investors in black and retail investors in blue. Or I think it's blue. Anyways, uh, you know, 51% said they'd buy gold of professional investors. 14% said they would buy treasuries. And right now, 7.8 professional investors say they would buy Bitcoin. But the signal might be uh, that retail out here is just stacking Bitcoin at 11.3% of the retail investors. According to this poll, you know, it does says 45% would save in gold, 15% would save in treasuries. But look at most people are realizing what we know. You can't hold Bitcoin or you can't hold dollars. You can't hold any fiat currencies in the world. Yes, you need them to transact in. But if you want to store value going forward, uh, there's only a few places to store your wealth. 
And even the corporate press is talking about this. So again, even them in their own media saying what we've been saying, it's striking the shortage of alternative hedges. The second most popular asset to buy in event of a default, according to the global survey, was U.S. Treasuries. There's something of an irony to that, given that that's the very thing America would probably be defaulting on. This is their publications, guys. Like the signal is spreading and people are waking up to the fact that you cannot save in treasuries. You shouldn't be holding fiat money. And yeah, while gold has been historically a great way to hedge inflation, we have a new kid on the block and it is Bitcoin. And just to kind of uh, double down on the idea of the DCA army and the fact that we've been eaten up. Oh, I said the we word that the fact that the Bitcoiners out there eating up the block subsidy. Remember, this is not the first time I've said this on the show, but I'm reminded of my buddy Friar Haas and the importance of the DCA army out there and how it wouldn't take too many of you guys to stack and spread the signal and eat up the block subsidy. Well, we got a little update here. Shouts out to Denver. And he goes, 2 million people setting their auto DCA to 50 cents an hour on strike would cover all new Bitcoin produced on a daily basis. Just saying. And I think this is the importance of what we talk about here all the time on the show. It doesn't take too much capital for us to really move the needle. Yes, you know, us us everyday Bitcoiners don't have all the capital, but it's about the DCA army holding the floor. The floor is set. And yeah, you know, the Bitcoin price has been fluctuating right now. Yes, you know, we have bankers and politicians all hating on Bitcoin. We have the corporate press attacking us. I think we are heading into a new era. And I think it's important to realize that right now we are definitely in the then they fight you stage, guys. And it's important to look at the playing field, see where we are and understand the importance of getting people to hold Bitcoin in real time. Again, what do I say all the time? Name the freedom tool so that people understand as easily as possible how to get Bitcoin into their hands. And, you know. I think the fact that we have uh, this articles that we covered in the news today just shows what we've been saying all the time, shows the importance of what you guys are doing, stacking Bitcoin, spreading the signal, making the memes, because they are absolutely terrified. And I just love when they're terrified because it just means that we're right. What do I say all the time? Whenever a government tries to ban Bitcoin, it just proves to me that we are right. And I think one of these days, since we're going to be since we're going to kind of be, be off all week. It's kind of doubling down on the idea of the importance of what you guys are doing. Do not doubt it. Do not go out there and get pessimistic. Stay optimistic. We are winning. And every sign is pointing to this idea. The more they fight us, the more people wake up to the idea that they need to save in Bitcoin. The, the more you guys run the known, the more they're going to try to battle us Bitcoiners, the more they try to regulate Bitcoin, the more I know that we are winning and they're absolutely terrified. And we have found the roundabout way to protect ourselves, our family, our friends, and usher in a better world. No longer will we allow them to rob our future because now we have Bitcoin and the signal is spreading, guys. And I think this is the signal of today's show. The more they fight it, the more that Bitcoin will continuously get Streisand effect into the future and people will wake up. Wait, maybe I should own some just in case it catches on. So, man... I think it's uh, one of these weeks where you just got to understand you are winning. Continue to stack. Uh, you may think you don't have enough capital to move the needle, but you have the asymmetric knowledge. And moving forward, I think it's going to become absolutely 
uh, uncontentious that we are right. And this next bull run, I think is going to be absolutely uh, not only dope because your wealth will go up, but it will prove to the world that Bitcoin is unstoppable. Bitcoin is the best store of value and you need to get some just in case it catches on completely. Anyways, let's get into your favorite portion of the show, guys. It is the meme review. The Daily Meme Review. Brought to you by Kaboomracks. I get this question all the time. Nico, where should I buy Bitcoin miners? The answer is Kaboomracks. It's the best place to buy Bitcoin miners. That's where you're going to find the best deals and the best prices. Start your mining utopia today. To check out their racks, you got to go to t.me slash Kaboomracks. Join their Telegram group and start your mining journey today. Kaboomracks. Let's go, guys. Actually, before I go on, I really like this, uh, this comment. Subtle, subtle, Philip. Every bit counts. Every sat counts. Every meme counts. Every conversation you have, showing people the problem and then giving them the solution counts. It's all about these little behaviors. What do they say? Like the the success gurus. It's all about the little behaviors that add out to the compound effects that change the world. And this is where we are, guys. Just continuously spreading the signal, getting the calls of action out there, making the memes, having the conversations with your friends and family. And then, of course, stacking your absolute ass off. This is the way. Tweets are the bullets. Memes are the artillery. We are in an information war, as we've been covering today. They do not want you stacking. They do not want you spreading the truth because they only have the monopoly on the truth to continue to kick the can down the road. And uh, here we are every single day spreading the signal. And you guys out there on Twitter making the memes ridiculing the corporate press, getting the calls of action out there, and then, of course, humoring your friends on Twitter to keep their head in the game. This is the beauty of memes. And on that note, the first one is, uh, this is a Nico retweet. Actually, I'm pretty sure this is uh, the Bitcoin therapist, but it is a play on the movie There Will Be Blood. And uh, you can see here, it is the scene when he gets the oil field and it catches on fire and it goes, there will be memes and the oil's on fire and you can see the ASICs hooking up to it, flaring the gas. And we got, I, I forget what this guy's name is, but he's holding the Bitcoin logo. Guys, there will be memes. There will be memes moving forward. It is our meme world and everyone else is just living in it. And as you can tell, the memes are doing damage because the corporate press just continuously has to talk about Bitcoin. We have the politicians around the world continuously talking about Bitcoin. You know, we have my <laughs> shout out to my boy, Mike. We have my favorite politician, Brad Sherman, doubling down and just absolutely terrified about Bitcoin. And you just love to see it. There will be memes. Continue to make the memes. Continue to educate your friends, your family. And then, of course, ridicule all the nonsense of clown world. This is the way. Anyways, this next meme is by my buddy joe rogers and it goes the same thing and we got the classic strong arm handshake and we got on the left side government and we got on the right side banks and they're doing a handshake of losing others people's money it is the same thing government is probably the most efficient inefficient institution in the world and as we've seen this last year banks don't have any of your money at all uh, <laughs> there is no punchline other than the fact that they're all insolvent. Uh, this is this is the world we live in, guys. I wish I could make this up. I couldn't. All right, this next meme. Shouts out to Ghost of Becca, a.k.a. Bitcoin Becca on Twitter. 
And uh, she just goes, Twitter gonna weave so hard. So a uh, little context. I don't know if you guys saw over the weekend, but uh, Elon Musk said that he was stepping down as CEO and there was some rumors about who the new CEO is. I forget what her name is, but you can see here, uh, apparently the new CEO of Twitter is an executive board member of the World Economic Forum. And uh, remember when I was kind of holding my tongue in the past about maybe Elon Musk really is in the battle for freedom of speech on Twitter. And I really would love to see that be the case. And I'm only going to judge the man based on his actions and not so much based on his lip service. And at the time, it seemed like he was actually dedicated in the fight for freedom of speech. Well, uh, I'm not sure if he is, if he is installing the new CEO and she is a world economic uh, <laughs> World Economic Forum board member. Anyways, uh, I think moving forward, we will see that you should probably be on Nostra at this point because it doesn't seem like Twitter is the freedom of speech platform that it is being marketed as. And then we also got the, the metrics that uh, Twitter has given governments more information than uh, with Elon than without Elon. Anyways, the meme here by Becca is uh, Elon Musk is a baby getting getting its handhold by the mother, which is the new CEO. She's the World Economic Forum board member. And of course, Klaus Schwab. Uh, Elon Musk is the World Economic Forum uh, brainchild. <laughs> Let's just leave it like that. Okay. This next meme is by Liberty Cappy. And I just love this one just because this really this really sums up everything in the world right now. All right. We got this. Uh it's it's the classic like Chad Doge and the the not so Chad dog meme. And we got the Chad dog, and it goes, Americans in the 1700s, I'll kill you, red coat, screw your tea. I'm not paying taxes. And then we got the very unbased mask dog today the very weak dog that has been jabbed and it goes americans now i hope my government will let me go outside today <laughs> i love it i love it okay this next one uh shouts out to kim gudge on twitter and he just goes hashtag bitcoin and we got a picture here of kermit the frog sitting in a shower just huddled up uh in fetal position questioning their life, you know, auditing everything about their worldview and realizing that the system is rigged against you guys. If you have not been paying attention, you aren't awake yet. But man, it is a brutal awakening when you realize that the system is rigged against you, that all the government institutions of the world are rigged against you. And there's only one way to opt out of the madness and that is saving Bitcoin, spread the truth, stack, you know, ammo and meat build a community around you, maybe go off grid. That's what everyone's saying. Uh, there's a, there's few things that you can do, but the best one is to get familiar with the freedom tools because uh, if you need Bitcoin, it is too late. Anyways, shouts out to Beaver Bitcoin on this one. I really felt this one because, again, I don't know if you guys have felt the nihilism in the world, but if you talk to the norm, if you still have normie friends, uh, you can see that if they aren't orange-pilled, there is a very real nihilism in the world. There's a very real pessimism in the world. And everyone is just uh, you know, out there for experiences, just trying to live for the day because they either subconsciously know that they can't save for the future or they know that shit is about to hit the fan and uh, the government is after them. They want, they want us in a full dystopian future. Anyways, this meme by Beaver Bitcoin goes, hashtag Bitcoin is hope. And I forget what movie this is. Um, 
again, I'm super bad at uh, popular culture, but he's sitting here in the rain and he's just worn out. And this meme goes, my friend, after I explained Bitcoin to them for 20 minutes and you see the guy, he's worn out. He, he just he's trying to go on. He goes, don't give me hope. Please just don't give me hope because uh, I've been hearing. I forget who told me, but I heard this little story the other day. I think it was actually. Oh, actually, I think I was watching Westworld again. And there is a clip in there where he said uh, the way to catch rats was uh, it's like an army story that tried to catch rats and they were able to catch rats. And if the water was filled up enough in the bucket, the the rat would swim swim around for hours and uh, it would eventually tire itself out. But the reason it would swim around for so long is because it had hope. And I think this is where we are right now. A lot of people are building their life on false hope. And Bitcoin really is that hope. And a lot of people do not want to have hope because they just want to, you know, watch the bread or watch the circuses and eat the bread and just try to get along. Guys, I don't think we have that choice anymore. Uh, It is Bitcoin or it is slavery. And if you are against Bitcoin, you're against Bitcoin, you're you're against against freedom. freedom. So uh, stack them stats, continue to stack them stats, continue to wake up your friends and family because this is the only way as far as I can see. Anyways, this next meme, uh, shouts out to Shara Hoddle. I really like this one because uh, it, it kind of really does paint where we are in the world. Anyways, the meme goes like this. There is a dog and it's got leaves in its mouth and it's going to pay for something. So it goes, a dog in Colombia tried purchasing food with leaves after observing students buying food uh, with the part that isn't here with paper money. And then Shahrahada goes, you may laugh and think, ah, that's cute, but this dog is not the one who is confused. The people thinking their official fiat has real value are the confused one. Maybe Doggo is a genius Doggo trying to make them think. Maybe in and and clown world that we are living in, this is a real, real possibility. Anyways, guys, drop your meme review score in the chat as I cover mine live, and we will get yours read live as well. Anyways, uh, my meme review score is here we go. My meme review score for today is this half-used paper towel roll. Uh, I don't know what it is. I'm I'm pretty sure it's not Charmin, though. I'm pretty sure it is just uh your generic favorite towel from the store. Anyways, guys, you already know the deal. Go check out representltd.com. Uh, the Simply Bitcoin official merch. I wear the, the merch all the time. I'm wearing the Simply Bitcoin dropping bombs shirt. This is a peaceful revolution, but we drop bombs every single day on the show. And the powers that be do not want you to hear them bomb. So spread the signal far and wide. Go to representltd.com. Use the promo code simply-bitcoin. And you can get, I think it's a 10% discount on everything on the website. We do know they are going to drop some merch, some new merch on the store, some new Simply Bitcoin merch. But you can get a Represent Simply Bitcoin classic snapback right now on their website. And uh, rock that rock that signal, guys. I, I'm not wearing my dad hat today. I felt like wearing, uh, you know, my grungy, grungy BK hat today. It was kind of the vibe. But go to represent, scan the QR code, check out the snapbacks, and uh, I'm sure we will get some new some new merch for you guys soon. Uh, can't wait to see you guys rocking it in Miami. Anyways, drop your meme review score in the chat as I find some of these and cover them live. Let me see. Oh, wait. Bushmaster got Bushmaster hit it on the head right here. He says, Normies can't handle the hope. Oof. 
I kind of I kind of really agree. All right, let me see. Let me see. Okay. Uh, I don't have the music here, but I do have the buzzer. And uh, first one is by it's basic biology. I give the memes 21 gallons of Beetlejuice. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's go. Okay, this next one is by Elaine. Score Bitcoin art, poetry, music, and memes everywhere, building the beautiful Bitcoin world. Becca rocks. Let's go. Okay, this next meme is by our meme review scores by Phil C. He goes, I give these memes 10,000 uninflatable sats. Let's go. Okay. Igor, I give those memes one less rat in the race. Let's go. Absolutely. All right. This one by our boy, Mike Hobart. He goes, I give these memes my plethora of sticky notes covering my desk. Okay. At least someone's semi-organized. I have I have a, my my stickies on my computer that kind of is organized. All right. Anyway, then Andres, uh, meme review score, the financial world not collapsing at all. Oof. Bearish. No. <laughs> Uh, I, I think that's a sober tech. I think that's a sober tech. All right. Shouts out to my boy. Opti's unresolved feelings for Chrissy. Score when you find yourself talking to young babes at the beach and encouraging them stay in the water longer so they come out wrinkled. Oh, you're, you nasty cat. You nasty cat. Okay. This next one is by Bushmaster. Score a soft bed and solid sleep for Nico and Opti before the conference. Yes. I agree. I 100% agree. Okay. This next meme review is by Rave Elevator. I give the memes a deal in Mother's Day's flowers 50% off. Okay. Yeah. 50% off a daylight. Hopefully you called your mother. All right. Uh, is that, I don't, I don't know what this question is for, Randmore. Anyways, guys, uh, really appreciate everyone. I know, I know this week's going to be a little, a little different than usual. But uh, we will be dropping content on YouTube all week. Uh, the show will only be live tomorrow. We will be doing the touching the tip ceremony. Honestly, I don't know what what that's going to involve, but I'm going to be over here on my computer watching it just like you. I think I'm going to be like narrating it. I was supposed to be in Miami earlier, but I ain't getting in there till tonight or tomorrow night. So won't be in the flesh for the touching the tip ceremony, but I'll be over here with you guys on YouTube. Anyways, if you love this show, go check us out on anchor, Spotify, Apple and fountain Valley for Valley economy. Uh, Opti's unresolved feelings for Chrissy keeps trolling me about not reading the Valley for Valley comments on Friday. I think the show's just going long, but we do appreciate all you guys. I, I, Love the comments. I love the clips. Really appreciate everyone that supports the show. As Nico said in the Orange Pill app plug, uh, it really does mean a lot, guys, that you guys made us a part of your life, that you guys show up every single day, that you guys participate in the content, that you guys spread the signal. This is what it's all about, man, is just uh, not only keeping our heads in the game, but keeping your heads in the game and orange pilling your friends and family because this is all we really need to do. Bitcoin is a game of patience and we just need to get as much Bitcoin in as many humans hands as possible. And as we've shown today, we're still in the very early, early innings of this game of adoption. And I think we will be seeing a gradually then suddenly portion as the world wakes up that there is no alternative but to save in Bitcoin. So, hey, man. Uh, we have that asymmetric knowledge. We are the ones ushering in the bright orange future and I couldn't be happier to be here with you guys. So, We'll be here tomorrow. I will be in spaces tomorrow as well. And then just check out the rest of the channel because we'll be dropping some stuff for you guys on the week. I think we have a few clips in, in line for you guys. 
check out simplybitcoin.news. We are dropping some articles. Our boy Mike Hobart dropped a sick one today. I think you guys will love it. Anyways, peace out, guys. Really appreciate it. We will be on Twitter Spaces today. So if you didn't get your fix today, come hang out with us on Twitter. Until then, peace out, guys, and we'll see you tomorrow. 